Oh my gosh, guys, we are in the middle of May. I can't believe it. Welcome to another episode of The Business Of. Uh, I am your host, Natalie Pierre-Lewis, and I'm also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, The point of this podcast is to interview entrepreneurs in different areas of industry, you know, talk to them about behind the scenes info. What does it take to really run a business? What are the highlights? What are the lowlights, you know, and their goals and and their accomplishments Um, to demonstrate to you, the listener, um, the person who has a dream of starting a business, one, that you can make money doing what it is you love if you're willing to put in the work, and two, Um, Also to show you that no matter what business you work in, no matter what business you start, no matter how crazy, no matter how out there, there are still some certain fundamental business and legal steps that you need to take care of. Um, And that is what I do. I am a licensed attorney uh, with over a decade of experience and I help people like yourself get your businesses off the ground. So if you need help with, uh, you know, filing your articles of organization, setting up a business bank account, hiring employees, protecting your brand through trademarks, copyrights or patents, having appropriate contracts, I am your girl for all of that. You can find all um, of my services, including back episodes of this podcast at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm link tree forward slash npl consulting firm um so now on to our guest introduction so at the time this episode is being released we are three days away from the k russo apparel innovation fashion show and i had the pleasure of interviewing the founder of this not only clothing line but lifestyle brand um, Khalil Rousseau. The way that I met Khalil Rousseau was through a friend of mine who is actually the uh, genius behind the marketing for this company. And I went to a lot of their events. They have, um, you know, club nights at local establishments. They do a lot of work in the community. They've collected coats. They have back to school drives. They um, collected cozy socks and hot chocolate packets for the homeless. Uh, The K. Russo apparel brand is really not just here to uh, sell fashion, but here to make a difference in their community. And that is what really attracted me to um, their mission. Um, And I wanted to know, you know, how did all of this start from a clothing line? Because not only are they doing clothing and doing work in the community, um, they are also managing uh, an MFL football team and getting into all kinds of amazing ventures. So K. Rousseau is definitely growing as a brand. And I wanted to talk to them about how it all started and what it takes to run the machine that is K. Rousseau. So I hope that you guys get some gems and understand what it is to uh, to create a real lifestyle brand. Enjoy. All right. Okay. So I want to say thank you to you, Khalil, for coming by here and talking to us about your Amazing business, K. Rousseau, which is not just a clothing line. It's yes. like a lifestyle brand. Y'all doing all types of things. Yes. Say hi to the people. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Okay. So tell everybody what your full name is and what the full name of your business is. So my full name is Khalil Rousseau. Um, 
and the name of my business is K Russo. Mm -hmm. Um and uh yeah, so basically it's just something that um it's not just a, it's just not just my name. I, I actually don't like to think of it as my name at all. It's more so a meaning. Um and a name kind of just goes with it, which is don't just see the difference, be the difference, so that others too can see the difference and realize too that they can be different. Awesome. So why did you start off with a clothing line? Well, <laughs> the story kind of goes like this. So it started off um, when I was a real a realtor and um, I was looking for a way to like brand and market myself. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, um, I tried to think, I wanted to do something that was a little out of the box, a little different. So I wanted to give my clients something tangible. So when they saw it, they thought of me and, you know, kind of like just like a referral thing and just kind of get some notoriety and advertise my name and who I am. So I got my friend to draw up a logo that kind of embodied who I who I was, but didn't scream real estate. It wasn't just like a cheesy realtor thing. And um, when she drew up the logo, it was just like pieces of me, but it's kind of things that everyone can relate to. So it started off with like the crown, like me thinking I'm the king or people being kings and queens themselves. And uh, the bow tie is, is just about taking care of business. And then the bear itself is just like something that's cute and cuddly, but at the same time, it's not to be messed with because if you mess with a bear, it would definitely, <laughs> it would definitely get grizzly. Um, and a house, um, not only doing real estate, but just the symbolism of a house, like it being like the foundation of where everything that's important to you is, your family, your valuables. So um, it kind of all went together. And when it, it kind of, um, when the logo was done, I was like, I got, what can I put this on? So I had to think of something that like I could give out that wasn't, you know, something that was fashionable. So I thought of hats. And that's how I started off, is just like hats. And um, what happened was I was um, wearing them to promote and give them to my clients, but my friends started seeing them like, I need one. And I was like, well, I'm not selling these, I'm just giving them away. And they were like, no, you need to, I need to buy one. And they kind of planted that seed. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can sell these. And before I knew it, it went from hats to shirts to shorts, polos, crew necks, sports outfits, sports outfits. <laughs> like you just kind of, it was, it's been a blessing, man. It just kind of took off. Um, so, I mean, it just was organic. Like, you know, the people that I work with, my team, shout out to my, my business manager and my marketing director, um, just kind of like, just kind of blossom and we're here today. Okay. So you don't just do clothing. You guys do a lot. Like I've seen postings for community events you guys yes. host parties at local venues yes. you do uh, you guys are now managing a football team yes. so tell us about these different avenues that you have how is k so expanding oh man um it's just been blessings man honestly like i mean um opportunities just continue to, to come we grind hard so one of my biggest things is always giving back community service is like super important to me mm -hmm. so that's something that we make sure that i as an organization Make sure that everyone that's affiliated with me, we give back every month. So community just service and giving back is just one of our busy, biggest initiatives. So it like and from that, a lot of other things branched off. Um, but like just kind of like wanting to make sure that we're out there. People know who we are. People are like put on notice. That's one of the biggest things. So doing events and, you know, having our clothes in stores. Like, I mean, just. Talk to people about some of some of the community events that you put on. Um, so. One of the biggest things and one of my favorite things, I think it's pretty much everyone's favorite thing on my team, excuse me, is our back to school drive. So we put together just like a big community service event where we're giving back backpacks, we provide food, entertainment, um, haircuts, and just like, I'll try to set these kids up, you know, me being a teacher myself, 
try to set these kids up to go back to school, you know, as best as possible and for success. So um, that's like one of my biggest initiatives. We also do a Thanksgiving dinner where we feed less fortunate families. Um, what else? Clothes, clothes, socks, code drive. Code drive was really successful. I really like something that was one of my favorite things to do outside of the back of school drive, just to be able to give back to people who are less fortunate. And especially like with these winners getting even harsher each year, just being able to give them, you know, like stuff that they don't have socks, the sock drive, the hot chocolate, the gear bag giveaway. Um, yeah, the list goes on and on, but yeah, you guys are very, very busy. So you've got all this stuff on your plate and, you know, while you guys, you know, I see you, I see y'all, y'all are doing your thing, but at the end of the day, you're doing amazing work, but it's still a business. So what are some of the everyday business, um, you know, tasks, hurdles that you have to deal with that people may not necessarily see when they see, you know, this, you know, dope clothing and yeah. this amazing community events? I would say Pete, being told no. Um, like so many times in business, like one of our biggest things is like marketing and advertising. And again, like trying to get our stuff in stores or just trying to like propel us to the next level. We get to know a lot. Um, people that don't believe in what, we, what we're what we doing, don't believe in our vision. And not as, I want to say don't believe in what we're doing, but I think that we live in a society now where people are looking for receipts. So if you're not what they want at that point in time, they're, they want to wait until you are successful to this, they want to this thing. Package. Exactly. They want to make sure, well, if you're, how much are you, you, you what is your revenue monthly? If it's not 20,000, then we can't do nothing with you. You know what I mean? It's like, so they want you to come back when you're at a certain height. And that's one of the biggest things that we see and that people don't understand that we grind hard so that we can get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're, I would say, you know, we're definitely doing well, but you know, people want to want us to be doing a thousand times of whatever we're currently doing. So that's one of the biggest things I see. And I mean, people don't see that we get told no a lot, but we just keep going throughout those no's. And I encourage everybody to do that. If somebody tell you no, grind harder. So would you say that that is, that is what's, so the next question, the next question I had was how have the difficulties made you better, but you just kind of answered the question. <laughs> um, well, the difficulties, I feel like they kind of keep you, like you have to persevere, you have to definitely be determined. If your goal is to be successful in anything that you're doing, whether it be clothes or fashion, movies, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you have to just continue to go at it no matter what you're told, whether you're being told no, whether there are obstacles in your way, you gotta just keep going. And I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I preach to my staff to, and I preach to myself as well. Like, no matter what, keep going. Don't stop. Awesome, awesome lessons, you know, pull from that. So, um, hold on, sorry. Now, aside from the difficulties and being told no and, you know, the everyday stresses of being in business, what would you say is the best part about being in business? The best part about being in business? And being an entrepreneur. Um, because you are an entrepreneur. You got all yeah. these projects out yes, there. Yes, yes. I would say the freedom. I mean, it's definitely a lot of work, but to work for something that you love and that you're passionate about, I feel like supersedes anything. I'd rather spend 80 hours a week doing K. Russo than working at anyone else's job or working to build someone else's dream. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we miss that. Like, you're, you're, you're building, you're promoting someone else's dream. Like, no matter what it is, no matter, you know, what the industry is, you're, 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 you're promoting their dream. Mm-hmm. And we live in a society where people make it seem as if we're not, but we are, you're promoting that dream. You're promoting that, 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 um, prop this up. You're promoting, you're promoting their dream. You're promoting, you're promoting them. And 
um, we, we we make we make it we make it seem as if that's not the case or. But you know you're you're promoting you're promoting them, and I feel like. <laughs> but um no yeah you know you're you're promoting them you're promoting what, what they have going on and I feel like if you spend as much time and energy in yourself as you do with your entrepreneurial endeavors as people do with you know their current nine to five then you could be successful with that as well and I just think that that's one of the biggest things that keeps me keeps me going the 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 drive it comes from just wanting to be successful and if you can work for someone for ten years or you know for a pension and a retirement then you should be able to do that same come with that same energy for what you're doing for yourself sound sound works um okay so you said that your clothing line started because you were looking for marketing for your real estate company but but k russo has grown into so much more like you Mm -hmm. you've it's not just t-shirts you're doing all types of, you know, I mean, t- not t-shirts, but caps. You're doing all types of clothing. Mm-hmm. So what is it, like, how did you choose, you know, who you were going to use? How did, how did you source your products and how involved are you in the production process? Um, I'm very involved. So um, honestly, and I tell people this, like, whether you're religious or not, it's just been a blessing, honestly. But um, the way I, I kind of involve the products is kind of like based off of, like, supply and demand. Um, I'm really big on consumer. I'm a consumer myself, so I try to always give the people what they want. So, like I said, it started off with just hats, and based on people continuing to ask for other things, they were like, oh, you got T-shirts? I was like, damn, I don't. Well, let me get some. So then the mm-hmm. T-shirts came. What color should I get? Like, I, I use social media a lot as a platform to see mm-hmm. what the people want, what colors are popping. And I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm invested in, like, what's new? Like, neon green is the color right now, so everybody has neon green. So I had to make sure I had neon green. So... It's just like knowing like stuff that I would want to wear in addition to um, just giving the people what, they, what they're asking for. If there's a demand for it, I try to just be there to create that supply. What about like the back end? Like how did you, I'm assuming that you work with um, a company that, you know, makes manufacturers. Orders, right, a yeah. manufacturer. So how did you decide who you were going to work with and like what, you know, what are, what are the standards that you were looking for? Because there's plenty of out, out people out here yeah. who you know may want to build lifestyle brands. what should they be looking for when they're trying to start that that clothing part that clothing line part um i would say um you definitely want to just utilize all resources so one of the biggest things that i did it was just trial and error and i think that we're all looking for like a quick solution or like this is the way but it's really not like because i can give you the blueprint and the formula for what made me successful or what i did to get to this point but that might not work necessarily for the next person I would say trial and error. Like when it came to the clothes or just finding like the right quality, the the price being right, um, everything was just trial and error. Like we've been through, I would say honestly, 10 to 15 different manufacturers from the beginning to till now. Wow. And just um, one of the biggest things that I realized you know, early on is just making sure you're getting a sample first. So when, when I say going through, like we play small orders and you know just saw how they move and that's what I would suggest for anyone. You definitely want to see like how the product moves, how people respond to the product. And after that, that's when we place those bigger orders. But um, we have a good relationship with who our manufacturer is now. But initially, it was kind of just trial and error, like buying some shirts from a couple from a couple different manufacturers, seeing what the quality was like, comparing and contrasting, and definitely being more knowledgeable about the product. So that's another thing. People just think like that things are just a quick flip. Like we're not flip this house, like <laughs> we're selling 
we're selling a lifestyle, we're selling a brand, you're creating a brand. So it's going to take time. It's not microwave success. So if that's what you're in any entrepreneurial investment for, then you're wasting your time. Like to be an entrepreneur, you have to build it up. McDonald's was at one, one time an entrepreneurial investment and now it's a franchise, but you know, and it's a, it's a big business. But before that, someone had an idea to make hamburgers with golden arches. And if you know that, or if you believe that and you believe in what you're doing, that, then you just have to do the same thing. But I would definitely say it was trial and error and that's with everything in business. What is the accomplishment that you are most proud of with Mm. My most, (laughs) man, oh man, it's a lot, like, (laughs) but I don't know. Like sometimes I'll be in a party, honestly, and this is like kind of weird probably, but I'll just sit and I'll reflect like in the middle of the party, like how far we've come. Like, I just remember like going through different parts of business, like, having a business partner and firing him and starting by myself and realizing like, again, trial and error, like what, how you should run a business. Um, But I would think the biggest thing would be like having a team. That's like my biggest accomplishment because I realized like, and again, and I guess the negative that turned into a positive was realizing like in order to be successful, you have to have a team, not necessarily a partnership, but definitely a team, a team of people who believe in your vision, who, who, who can play their part, no matter what that part is for the overall objective, which is to win, which is to be successful so that everyone can be successful. And I feel like having that team um, and continuing to build my team is like one of my biggest things because I remember when it was just me and I remember when it was just me and such and such and I remember when it was me and the, the, the wave riders. And now like to just be here with my current team, like the way we're moving, the way we're grinding, the way they believe in my vision. Um, and they support it, and they like they 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 follow wholeheartedly, and that's like one of my biggest accomplishments. I would say. So, what is the long term vision for K So, what do you want to see K So in five, ten, twenty years doing? And oh man, um, I think I think of K Russo kind of like Bad Boy or Sean John. Like, I think of it as like a like a mobile type of situation where. You know, we're like we're 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 at we're doing everything. Like K Russo again is not just clothes. That's why we have K Russo apparel. Um, and then outside of that, like I want to do everything. Like I'm a mogul, and that's how I think of it. Like K Russo realty, K Russo what like whatever. Like it's just I feel like we're gonna be moving in so many different directions. We're currently, I mean, as people who follow us know, we're moving in different arenas. So um, K Russo again, like that's why I always hashtag it. Like it's not just. A, a, clothing is the clothes just go with the brand i think of it kind of like a nipsey hustle like marathon clothing you know wasn't i don't think nipsey and envision it being the next gucci but it's the, it's the clothes that go with the lifestyles the clothes that go with the brand so if you follow this brand if you're if you're a part of this lifestyle if you're a part of what we're doing then to wear the clothes to have this bear on your shirt or that wear that came on your chest like that just it means so much more than just a t-shirt or you know just some letters or a picture or logo um it's a lifestyle so if you're grinding, if you believe in what you're doing, if you're really making a difference, if you're not just talking about something, but you're actually doing it, then you K. Russo. You want everybody to jump on the K. Russo wagon. That's right. Y'all better jump on. <laughs> Don't wait till we pop and pop. We popping now. Don't wait till we pop and pop. Get in while the getting is good. Because <laughs> the price is going up. The prices is going up. Okay. Y'all, y'all hear that? Yeah. Uh, Get your get your hats now. Get your hats, <laughs> shirt, polos, crop tops. Yeah, I said crop tops. Y'all been asking for them. <laughs> get your hoodies, crew necks, 
new teachers. So it's so it's sportswear. Like well, I don't I don't like to say like necessarily sportswear. I like to call it like urban chic because and that's one of the biggest things that I that people will see when they come to my fashion show May 18th is with like different ways you'll see you can dress it up. Like you can dress it up, you can dress it down. I just try to wear like make comfortable clothes for people, but at the same time I want it to be fashionable. Um and again, something you can dress up or dress down, but it's not just like leisure necessarily. But I would definitely say it's like, you know, some some I would call it urban streetwear or chic. I like to call it chic streetwear. Okay. Um, what would you tell a young Khalil uh, that you know now, having been <laughs> in this business for a while, that you wish you knew when you first started? Um, be, be more willing to listen to others. I feel like one of my biggest things is like, sometimes I can be like egotistical or not want to listen to people, excuse me, who, who have necessarily done what I'm trying to do. So one of the biggest things that I do now is just, like really sit back and listen to other people, especially if they're more knowledgeable about something. Um, I'm always aware or alert because some people will try to play on their knowledge against yours. But one thing that I learned is that to listen is very important. Like I love to talk, um, but sometimes you got to sit back and listen. That's one of the things I never really was was good at was listening. Um, I think I've gotten better. I'm probably not the best listener, but I definitely think I got better. Hey, you know, every day we improve. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think I've gotten better at listening, but um, just to be able to listen, because a lot of things that I went through as far as my trials and tribulations, <laughs> my trials and tribulations, probably didn't have to happen had I, you know, just really like sought other people's advice or just had a, a chance to listen to them and what they had to say. So I think being just a better listener um, would help alleviate a lot of the issues that I've had in business and life and things like that. Okay. And what is one piece of business advice and one piece of motivational advice you would give to someone? who, you know, may want to start their own lifestyle brand or mm -hmm. just wants to go into business for themselves? I would say be knowledgeable about what you want to do and know why you're doing it. Those two things, be knowledgeable and know why you're doing it. So many people, again, I feel like we just look at entrepreneurs like they don't have a real job, um, not realizing because, like, I remember when I first, like, I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't really realize, like, what it meant. Like, that means, like, sleepless nights, like, like grinding harder then you are at your full-time job. And yeah, you get a check every two weeks from your full-time job. But in reality, you might not get paid from your, from your entrepreneurial investment or endeavor until a year from now, until two years from now. And the payoff will be so great, but we spend so much time and I see so many people jump into it because they think like, oh, I don't, I can work when I want to. But in reality, you're working more. You're working all the time. Like I tell people like, I don't get breaks. Like my weekends don't exist. Like I try to find time when I can. If you see me out, I'm not, I mean, I'm having fun, having fun making money. Like it turned into like a part of my lifestyle and people don't see that. Like I grind, like when I'm out, I'm not having fun. I'm not just having a good old time. Like I'm out making, like doing business, conducting business, whether that be I'm hosting an event, whether that be I'm um, like, you know, at a speaking engagement, whatever it may be, it's not, it's more to it than that. And I feel like if you're in it just for money, like there's no passion behind it, then this probably being an entrepreneur is probably not for you because I see so many people that run shady, shitty businesses that just should just go away. Like, and people, that's one thing that I always try to say is that we, I pride myself on running a business that I can be proud of, that I can stand behind. And anyone who's dealt with me and my, you know, anybody on my team and reference to my business can say that like we do business at a, at a, at a we just, we handle business the way it's supposed to be handled. And definitely say to a young entrepreneur, like know why you're doing it and do your, and get, be knowledgeable about it. Do some research, like really like figure out, is this for you? Because we can get in anything. I can say, I want to do IT because it makes money. 
But am I passing about IT? Hell no. So I mean, I did that. I've done that before. Try to do certain things that just just for money, and it's not worth it. Because when after a while, money is not enough. Oh hell no, the money's not gonna be enough. So it's like, what? Where's your passion? Like, are you just because money is not gonna be enough? You can make a hundred thousand, make two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, and you're gonna be miserable. Yeah, if you're not happy about what you do, like, who wants to go to work every day and be miserable? I know. Not I, I said the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I definitely don't. All right, so we are coming up on the end, but before we get to the last part, you have a special event coming up. Uh, yes, this yes, episode is yes. coming out May 15th. 18th. No, my oh, episode oh, is oh, coh- coming out the 15th. Bad. Your bad. show, you um, you have a very special show coming out on the 18th yes. that I have my ticket for. I did not get comp. I paid my full money. <laughs> so tell people what is happening on May 18th. All right, so May 18th, man, this is my first fashion show. It's going down. It's, it's innovation. I named it innovation because it's all about change. It's all about being different. It's all about like uplifting and growing. So I thought it was important to have like a coming out party. We never had a launch party. We never had, you know, a coming to the world, let people know we're here. And again, this is just a way for people to see all that we have in store, all that we bring to the table. This is not your normal fashion show. There will be a lot more than fashion. It's a celebration of art. It's a celebration of culture. It's a celebration of entrepreneurship. It's a celebration of life, man. And all that we do at K. Russo, so for one night, for a couple of hours, you guys get to see or get an inside look as to what we do and why we are who we are and why we are where we are in, in business. So I'm looking forward to it. May get your tickets. Link in my bio. And all of that information is going to be in the show notes as well. Where can people reach you if they want anything from you? If they want to talk to you, if they want to buy some merch, if they want to collaborate with you, oh, yeah. how do people reach you? So you can reach me on Instagram at K Russo Apparel. That's K R O U S S A W A P P A R E L. Um, and uh, actually, on all social media platforms, you can reach me at uh, K Russo Apparel. Um, and that's that's the best way to get in touch with me. But at the end of the day. Um, Follow the wave, support the wave. And one of the biggest takeaways that I want people to know is that don't support people for what you can get out of it. If, if you really truly want to support somebody, if you believe in what they're doing, even if you don't believe in what they're doing, it hurts nothing to support, to repost somebody's post, especially if they're a friend of yours, to, to just really get behind what they're doing so that because one day, you know, while you're working your nine to five, if that's what you choose to do, um, when that day you get fired or it comes to an end or, or the work you get laid off or whatever the case may be, you're going to be looking for somebody to support you. And I think that one of the biggest things, and that's why I speak on it so much, is just support. Um, being an entrepreneur, we require a lot of support from the people closest to us. So I understand if you have entrepreneurial friends, give them that love, give them that time, give them that support. Show them to an event. Buy a ticket to whatever they're doing. Come just, or just text them and say, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. Whatever, on a random Monday, just keep doing what you're doing. And I think that that doesn't, like, that, that you can't say that enough. Because being an entrepreneur, especially when you're working a full-time job or you're in school, whatever it is that you're doing, you have so much time that you're investing in something that you care about, that you love, um, that you you need that. Like, we require that. You know, like some people are have love languages where they require, you know, words of affirmation. Just think of um, entrepreneurs as those type of people. We need those words. We need those gestures. So give them up. I think those are amazingly motivational words to end on. Thank you so much thank you, for taking thank you. time out of your busy schedule. You. Guys, get your tickets to the fashion show. Follow them on social media. They are on the rise. K. Russo Apparel. Say bye to the people. All right, y'all.
Later, guys. Next time. If you are listening to this on the day that the podcast came out, you tickets are still available for the show if you're in the DMV area, and the link to get your tickets is in the show notes. Uh, I hope you got some real gems on what it takes to be a clothing line originator, what it takes to make sure that your clothes are quality, and what it takes to, you know, really maintain visibility and keep going even when you keep hearing the word no. So go out there, be great. If you're in need of any business formation services, remember that you can always reach out to me at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Uh, you can set up a free 15 minute consultation and I've got a lot of cool other, other freebies there too. So I will talk to you later. Bye.